I'm so grateful that you rest upon us. I ask you would help me to follow your lead, Holy Spirit, that you would do what you love to do best, that you would exalt Jesus, that you would bring about the knowledge of Jesus, that you would deepen our love for Jesus because his love is being imparted into our hearts. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're so faithful. We love you. Amen. Well, I'm missing my family. So I'd share that with you. You know, we just got back from an extended weekend in Mexico. Um, and it was amazing, y'all. You're going to hear more about it um, over the next few weeks. You're going to see some videos and things. It was amazing. It was amazing. If you all don't know right now that we're in the midst of the greatest story ever told, just take a look at what's going on in the nations of the earth and what's starting to move here a little teeny bit. Just, just a whisper, a hint. God is moving, and it's amazing, and it was an honor to be part of that. But it was hard for me because I was apart from my family. And I love my family, and my family loves me. You probably know miss my family. My family and I love each other. And you know what? We like each other too. We're kind of goofy. We're kind of weird. We have what I call conversational relevance, where we have like conversations that only we understand. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever do that. You know, we have references and we have this whole conversation that people on the outside are going, what? I don't get that. Did, what, uh, I've had people, I was having conversations and someone came up to, I didn't understand what you guys were talking about. I'm like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> We're good. We understood each other. You know, we're our, our, my family's our biggest fans. We're rooting for each other. We cheer each other on. We're like, yeah, you can do it. And it was hard because in Mexico, my family wasn't there. So I felt like some of my biggest fans were at home. So I would get out my phone and I'd, I'd text my husband. Hi, lovey. How are you? Emoji, smiley, heart, heart, heart. Smiley face with hearts in the eyes, you know. And he'd text back, I'm fine, lovey. Smile, smile, heart, heart, heart. What you doing? Smile, heart, heart. Question mark, flag, Mexico flag. And he texts back, I'm working. Smile, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm getting there. So I, I text my daughter, hey, Michelle, what you doing? Heart, heart, smile, smile. Green heart, because she likes green. And she texts back, check Facebook, mom. <laughs> check Facebook. Uh, okay. So, you know, the texting part didn't work so well, so I tried calling them from Mexico. And it was like, can you hear me now? No. Oh, okay, well, let me, okay, I'll move over here. What about now? Yeah, and, and I had things I wanted to talk to them about, and I couldn't, and the phone would drop the connection, and I couldn't get there, and I couldn't do FaceTime, doggone it, I couldn't get the dumb thing to work, and I was just, oh, I miss my family. And so I came home Tuesday evening, kissed my husband, hugged my daughter, and then we all went our separate ways again. I was so blessed that they actually managed to drizzle in last night. There's just so much going on. Um, you know, I haven't had a chance to even sit down, and we haven't had a chance to eat together. It's like, um, you know, okay, okay, go get Brahms. They go get Brahms, you know. I grab a baked potato. You know, it's just, just whoosh. And I miss my family. And I'm finding that, you know, emojis and kissy faces and smiley faces with hearts in the eyes is not doing it. I miss my family desperately. So, okay, what I was having with my family over the trip in Mexico is what I call a smartphone relationship. And it, it's, it was 
necessary for the short term. When I went to Papua New Guinea in 1983, we didn't have that, y'all. When I got on that airplane, I was sobbing hysterically, and the, the stewardess is like, do you need a hug? I'm like, I need this plane to leave, or I will turn around and run off back to my home. I mean, I was 21 years old, and I you know, walked away from my mom, who was going, my daughter, and I was running on the, it was drama, and I, but there was no way to call Papua New Guinea in 1983, there was no way to get in touch at all, it was like, bye, and it, it's just, it's brutal, and so I was very grateful to even be able to do the little emoji texty things, but it's not the same, I'd get out my phone, and my lock screen is a picture of my family, and I would sit, and I would just look at it, and I would just look at it, and I'd think, I miss my family. The smartphone relationship. Okay, you guys can see where I'm going, maybe? Sometimes we have a smartphone relationship with Jesus. Like, hey, Jesus, I'm doing good day. Send heart. I forgot to send a heart emoji. Ooh, sorry. Heart emoji, smiley, smiley. Or, you know, Jesus, help me. I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta face something today. Help me, Lord. Send a little worried face. Or, you know what, if I don't even, okay, I need to do a little more. Hey, Jesus, check Facebook. Because I had this awesome trip in Mexico, and I don't know if you noticed or not, but, but, but check Facebook, because it's cool. <laughs> and that's it. I don't, you know, I, I, I sort of relate to him like I related to my family on my phone. A smartphone relationship with Jesus. And there's so much more that he wants for us than a little text with an emoji. And it, it just struck me while we were gone. I can't relate to Jesus like he's a picture on my phone. Because I can't see, I can't see what he's doing. I can't, I can't know the smile. I can't know if he's doing okay. I'm not that he's doing okay, but you know, I can't know how our relationship is doing. I can't, I can't interact with him via a picture. Conferences are awesome. They are experiences. They are encounters. But they're also places of commitment. Marvin was talking last night. You know, when he shared the dream, for those of you that weren't here, you get to listen to the, the <laughs> archive. But he shared a dream. And what struck me about that dream, Marvin, was what you said at the very beginning. Jesus turned to me and said, Marvin, Jesus knows Marvin's name. Yeah, you know, I, sometimes I feel like I feel like it's the other way. You know, you know, Jesus. Um, hi, Jesus. I don't know if you remember me. Um, my name's Karen, and um, yeah, we were introduced a couple times in your house a while back. I don't know if you remember who I am. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I know your name. I know your name. I know who you are. Remember, I'm part of your story. I'm part of the story that you're writing. He's real, and he wants more than an emoji. <laughs> and he deserves more than an emoji, and you know what? He's a lot more fun than an emoji. He is so real, and he's so present, and he so yearns to walk with us step by step in Marvin's dream, side by side, as Lord, as Savior, as friend, to share more than a quick text, more than a, a bullet, bullet prayer. Help, God. I mean, help, Lord, is awesome because I pray that all the time. But that's not the basis of my relationship. So conferences. I've done more than my share. And I feel like at this conference, 
face to face. Okay, we've been encountering God, and we've been led into encounter with God. We've been talking about to get rid of those masks so that we can be known by God. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to walk out of here in an hour and go, "Wow, that was cool." Now I got to pick up the sanctuary, put all the stuff back. You know, I won't see my family till late tonight. I'm, okay, I don't want to have that happen, y'all. And Tom says, like Tom said, and it's true, it's what I was saying last night, things take time, okay? God is not worried about that. Hurry up and get fixed and get it right. No. There is time. He has given us our allotted days, remember, to write our story. And it's good. It's good. And he's given us time. But sometimes, sometimes we need to actually... Take a stand, make a commitment, say, you know what, draw, I call it drawing a line in the sand. I don't know, to me it means something. When I say I draw a line in the sand, I say at this moment, I'm going to purpose that what I can do is going to be different, Lord. Meet me there. Make it possible. And you guys are so faithful to be here. You hung in there last night. It was awesome. You're here this morning. You came back. (laughs) That's amazing. So you're after something with God. I don't think what you're after, and I know I'm not, is a cell phone, smartphone relationship with him. In my life, I want to put the cell phone down before the Lord. And I want to do something. Here, this, this is what came to mind this morning. When the Israelites were getting ready to cross into the new promised land, they had to cross over the Jordan. However, the Jordan River was at flood stage. So the Lord's smart. What he did was he sent the priests out ahead. When the priests, hem of their robe, touched the Jordan, the river, flood, flood stage went. And they were able to pass through. Entire, is what, million some odd people passed through dry. But then what the Lord said was, send back the leader from each tribe. Pick up a stone from the middle of the Jordan River. So you remember when you're in the promised land that I, the Lord, brought you through. It's a stone of remembrance that I brought you through, that you crossed over into something different. And guys, we didn't just have a face-to-face conference because it was going to be fun because we needed something to do. God is yearning and he is yearning in his heart to have face-to-face relationship with his people, not through an emoji or a text or Facebook or even FaceTime phone call kind of thing. He wants that day-to-day, I love you. Let's be in this together like I created it to be in the beginning. And so today, worship team, we're going to go back into worship. Because that's just, that just blesses and it draws his presence. That's why I like to have the worship going while I'm talking. Because I can feel his presence here. We're going to say, God, I'm going to set down that smartphone. And I'm not going to have a smartphone relationship with you anymore. I am going to purpose to spend time with you, to give you that time. I've got time. I can give it to you. And I'm going to pick up a stone to remember that at this conference, I made that commitment. I'm going to not talk to you through the little short text. I mean, sometimes a breath prayer is, I mean, that's what it is. But that can't be the basis of that relationship. My husband and I cannot have a relationship through texting. It doesn't work. I've got to see his face. I've got to be with him. I've got to get, you know, you know, I've got to have a husband who's real. And he's the same thing. He needs me. 
And so while the worship is going on, I'm dropping the pebble. It's one of my favorite things. My well goes deep, and so it takes a while for me to have the pebble hit down inside me. I'm dropping the pebble. And the Lord is calling. Will you make a line in the sand? Will you pick up a stone? Will you say, I'm going to set this as a remembrance today? No more smartphone relationship with me. I want you face to face. No mask. I died for you. My love is for you. I want to walk with you day in, day out. Hi. Low. Hi. Low. He's not bothered by that. So while the worship is going on, if this is something that the Lord is tugging on, no, he's tugging at hearts. He tugs at mine. Just in your heart, first of all, say, Lord, I want to lay down that smartphone, have a real face-to-face relationship with you. I don't know what it looks like. Maybe you do know what it looks like and you want more. The altar is going to be open. It's always open. Come up and drop that smartphone here. And I don't mean bring your phone and we're going to gather all of your, you know, Samsungs, <laughs> whatever. I'll take the iPhones. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> iPhone 7 would be nice. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't mean that. But in your heart, you carry it. Bring it here. Drop it. Pick up a stone of remembrance. And you can stay here. You can go back to your seat. But it's between you and the Lord. He knows your heart. I know that it's his desire. If your heart is yearning, it's his desire. So I'm going to go ahead and go into worship. I'm going to pray, and we'll we'll start a song. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you sent Jesus to be seen face to face, that you sent Jesus as the very image of the invisible God, that you have things that you want to tell us, but you don't want to send it just in writing. You want to whisper it into our hearts. You want your word to be alive with the fire of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. As Gary said, in the temple of our heart, we'll meet with you face to face. God, I thank you that conferences like this are times when we can actually make a commitment, say, I am going to do that. You need to help me, Holy Spirit. I can't do it by myself, but help me. Help me not re-interact with you like as if it's on a smartphone. Help me not to interact with you from a distance. I want to pick up a stone of remembrance. Say I'm crossing over to the other side today, and I'm going to start, and I commit to this, and I know I'm going to stumble, but you are good, and your mercy and your grace are enough. Father, draw the ones that, that you want to have change. Step over. Step in. Cross over. Let your Holy Spirit seal the work with the seal of his jealous fire. In the name of Jesus, amen.
my cares on the ground, forgetting them within your eyes. I hear your heart beat so close to you.
Trustworthy one, you are faithful and true. You are faithful and true. You are faithful and true. You're my love. You are faithful and true. You are faithful and true. You are faithful and true. We will run to you. We will run to you. You are faithful, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Isn't God good? I mean, that's not just a cliche. God's good, man. Bless you. And I say that a lot, but it's not just a cliche. It's the truth. God is good. His love endures forever. Did you know that that's the Israeli fight song? Did you guys know that? If you look at 2 Chronicles 20... Jehoshaphat, you know, he's the king. Their armies, they're, they're being like, there's a big crowd that outnumbered, you know, them by a whole bunch. No way they could win the war against him. So they go into a prayer meeting. You could read this later. They go into a prayer meeting, and one of the prophets gets up and says, Bless the Lord, you know, because they're fasting. And he says, you know, I got a word from the Lord. We're going to win this battle, and we're going to put our trust in the Lord. So they talk to the king about it, and here's their strategy. This is in the Bible. They put the singers out front and musicians, and they march out into the battle singing, God is good, his love endures forever. That's their song, the Israeli fight song. They make that your song. And as they're singing this, the enemy turns on each other, and they all kill each other. And all they have to do is pick up, you know, pick up their stuff. You know, hey, nice sword, nice cloak, you know, nice. I like those sandals, you know, and they just basically loot them, take all their stuff. And they didn't have to, they, we would say they didn't have to fire a shot. It was all over. And our praise and our worship, like, makes a way for us. You know, that's an aspect we haven't really talked about much during this conference. But our praise and worship, it clears the path for us. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. As we, as we worship, as we seek first his kingdom, his kingdom, his righteousness, as we seek him, all these things are added to us. I have intercessors uh, get upset with me because they say I don't do enough intercession. I mean, I, I do a lot of intercession. I've done lots of intercession. But I find out that God does must, most of his work in us and through us just out of this love relationship. He loves us. He loves to be with us. He, he will fight our battles for us. Remember about the Jericho march I told you about last night, doing that in your home, you know, marching and praising and honoring the Lord. He clears the path. 
was just talking. I went. I had to go to the bathroom, so I was met met somebody. You have the best conversations in there. I met Alan. Where did Alan go? Where Where is he? Was 